everybody, and welcome to Yawi Reddit, the sexy and cool podcast hosted by two sexy and cool best friends, where we're reading young adult novels from our youth. My name is Laura Petro, and I'm one of your hosts. My name is Maggie Gates, and I'm your other host. And if you're catching us, uh, this is your first time listening to us, interesting time to come on board. Because yeah. we're near the end of our fifth season, but we're happy to have you. We're reading Vampire Diaries. Uh, this is book 10, uh, The Hunters, Volume 3, Destiny Rising, which is every time we get, like, more of these books, it's just a mouthful. Yeah. The fact that this is book 10, Volume th- 3, because it's a different trilogy, it's very confusing. And would you say Destiny is rising in this one? Hey, there's some Destiny rising between the two of to us. Two of us. What if okay. we, we should, we could probably turn some of these YA books into, like, Valentines. Oh, like, oh, like, like Little if we, Hearts? If we did, like, Yahweh Reddit-themed Valentines, you know, like how they did those on Tumblr, and they would do, like, The Office ones and, like, Parks and Recreation. Oh, that'd be really cute. That'd be cute. I think we could do that. And it's uh, great for me to think about Valentine's Day, and it's only July. It's only July, but it's always good to prepare in advance. Oh, I did think of something we have to intro this episode with, because last week we were doing a quarantine episode because you were we were worried because your girlfriend had COVID, yeah. I ended the episode. Let's see if Maggie gets COVID. And listeners, I have to confirm, Maggie did get COVID at the I did get COVID. It was a week of quarantining. And hey, if you are a loyal listener, here's where I beg for you to go to Apple Podcast and rate us five stars on, on Apple Podcast because I had an uh, Instagram reel go viral. And you're thinking, wow, Meg, that's really fun. And actually, it ruined my life. Yeah. And a lot of strangers online absolutely tanked our Apple Podcast Listeners, score. it turns out uh, people on the internet are mean. And Meggie's video that went viral ended up tanking our uh, iTunes score. But our Spotify score is still, still hanging strong. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, hey, if you ranked us on Spotify, please go give us five stars on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. I'm begging you because 40 people gave us one star review. That's really brought us funny. down to 4.3. So, you know, if you're ever like, wow... Two million people viewing your video. It's it's short lived, you know. We'll meet There's you halfway. No Give us a three star if you're like maybe maybe we don't deserve a five. Give us a three. <laughs> I don't. Anything's better than a one. Anything's better. I, I I like to think now we're just like desperate for any stars above a one. Well, it's so nuts too because I have like perfectly curated our Apple Podcast score. I have been meticulous for the you past really two years. You really have, Maggie. You care a lot more about it than I do. I care a lot about it and now is the time where I use our platform to talk about it for about two minutes. Great. Perfect. <laughs> and it looks like your time's up and we have to actually dive into Vampire Diaries. I adore that. Uh, um, where did we leave off? We left off with a big boss battle, the Vital versus a ragtag group of teens and vampires. Um, they stabbed Ethan. Um, and vampire v. Vampire. Vampire v. Vampire. They thought they were going to get out of it, but we had an epilogue for the first time in this series yes, we where did. Ethan woke up and he had just enough blood to bring Klaus back. Dun, dun, dun. So that's where we're leaving off. And yeah. then not much going on with, like, the friend group besides I think Elena is harboring the secret from Stefan and Damon that she is going to get guardian powers. Guardian powers. A plot line that has gone on for so long. Too long, honestly. 
But let's start off. Uh, this book, we open with a little diary entry. Elena doing what she does best. She writes uh, maybe one to three diary entries each book now. It has gotten so much less than it was initially when but we it started. it always starts off the same way. Every book yeah. is her summarizing the last book. Exactly. And she's recently had a dream of the Vital Lair and the Ethan fight, et cetera, et cetera. And she has, like, this, uh, she has this, like, nightmare part where the guardians are, like, coming after her to take her away to become a guardian. Yeah, she's kind of thinking, whoa, is me. You know, I've yet to tell anyone I've been born to be a guardian, but I think I could tell Stefan. I think I yeah. could tell Stefan. I need Stephen. to tell my boyfriend, who I just decided that I'm in love with again at the end of the last book. Yeah. Uh, throwing Damon aside for good, question mark. Yeah. Um, and so she wants to talk to Stefan. Meredith comes in and says, hey, you won't believe this. Damon and Stefan killed four vampires last night. We do not see a lot of the vampire kills. No. I would much rather see vampire kills than talk about Elena's feelings. I know, because all she's doing right now is she's like, oh, I'm so jealous. Meredith loves being a vampire slayer, and I have to be a shitty guardian with, like, it seems like she might get cool powers, yeah. but we don't know. But Meredith reports her, Damon, and Stefan, they killed four vampires last night, and she's meeting Stefan and Matt at the library to get bodies out of the Vital secret room, if Elena wants to come. Yep. I do love Elena as, like, a side thought. Like, you don't really yeah. serve oh, a purpose. did you want to come? Uh, Elena does go, though. They they head over to the library. Matt and Stefan are there. Uh, yeah. They they bring up the hatch and go into the Vital secret room. And here's where we get our first big plot point. Ethan's body is not there. Yeah. And, you know, uh, that's not good because the, there is a rift right now in the group. Meredith did note earlier that... Hey, you know, Damon was kind of quiet last night after we killed a lot of people. Um, and what's Damon up to now? Oh, you know, just drinking the blood of some blonde-haired, yeah. blue-eyed chick. He's tapped back into his bad boy ways, and he's luring girls into the woods to drink blood from them. And he gets carried away. He, like, literally almost kills this girl. Yeah. Almost. He doesn't do it. He just almost... He's pretty upset because after he's done sucking her blood, he's like, all right, you can go. And then the girl's like, thank you, and now I will be heading back to my boyfriend. And he snaps. He's yeah. like, no, 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 because you look like Elena, and Elena also has a boyfriend. I, yeah, I love that boyfriend's become a trigger word for him. Um, meanwhile, Meredith is filling in, you know, Bonnie and Xander of, you know, what, what's going on, uh, what, what happened last night. Um, and also the fact that Ethan is missing. Matt is still worried about Chloe because she, as a new, fresh, hot vampire, she's not been found. Matt is still under the impression that he can fix her. And Meredith is putting two and two together like, oh, maybe he likes her. Yeah, and so they're perusing the tunnels, which we learn that there are, like, plenty of tunnels down um, above, below the library, which wasn't really explained in the last book because here I was thinking, like, so in the research room, you have, like, a ladder that maybe goes to a staircase, and then it's the secret layer. Like, and no, but no, it's, like, tunnels upon tunnels upon tunnels. Yeah, I knew that there were tunnels underneath the school because uh, Professor James said, like, last book or the book before, that um, the founder of the school's oh, son smart. was found, but I didn't know where the tunnels were. I thought They're everywhere. I thought the tunnels were in, like leading out of this research society, but maybe they're, like, deeper? I don't know. It seems like there's a bunch of them, but they find uh, a vampire and a vampire victim. The vampire's name is Beth, one of one of Ethan's freshly turned hot young vampires. Yeah. Um, and Xander uh, has truth powers, which we learned since he's an original werewolf. He gets some cool powers. Yep. 
Um, and he gets to basically lure the truth out of this vampire Beth, and they learn that Ethan is in hiding in a safe house, and they're waiting for the equinox. And Beth, uh, being a little evil vampire, says she she just wants to kill. Yeah. So then Meredith kills her. Yeah, Matt's like, hey, maybe we could actually help out Beth. Xander, Xander, if you want to, like, suss out Beth's true intentions, and Xander's like, are you a good guy or a bad guy? And she's like, I want to kill. Yeah. So she's, she's, she's Dunzo. Dunzo. Dunzo Bunzo. Um, but let's check in with uh, our favorite couple, Elena and Stefan. Homecoming um, king and queen. Uh, said with as much sarcasm as I could possibly muster. Yeah. Um, Elena's unsure of her path because she's becoming a guardian. I don't know if you guys know this, but Elena's about to become a guardian and she's really on the fence of this. Even more, we've revisited her favorite hobby, which is holding Stefan's hand. Um, and they're like, we have no time for kissing because if Klaus comes back, they can't kiss passionately like sickos. They need to think of a plan. Yeah, but she does tell Stefan about the guardian thing and they're in their little walk and Stefan's like, hold on, babe. I sense, (laughs) I sense some pain coming from the woods. Um, so they go and trudge through the woods and find the girl that Damon was feasting off of just kind of like left, left for bleeding. Yeah, she's not dead, but she's lost a lot Yeah, she's not doing great. Yeah, Stefan puts two and two together that, oh, it's actually, it's not Ethan's vampires who did this. It's definitely Damon. Damon uh, drained this girl of blood, Mm -hmm. and Elena's like, I can fix him, because that's her favorite phrase. Yeah, and she's like, let me give him a call, and she tries calling him, and he doesn't answer, and she's like, oh my god. And Stefan's like... Damon's never going to change, but you know what? Hey, if it's going to make you feel better to fix Damon, if it's going to make you feel better to try to get me to help you out of this guardian situation, let me come to the rescue once again. Yeah, but first, let's meet with everybody to talk about what we're going to do about all these dang vampires on campus. Um, so they have a little prep meeting, cute and fun, um, and we uh, basically just kind of like joining forces before Klaus gets back. Um, and Elena takes this very opportune time to make it about her and tell all of her friends that she's a guardian. Yeah, <laughs> she, she as she does, she's great at making a situation about herself. And Meredith and Bonnie are like, you know what? Oh my gosh, Elena, it's fine. We'll figure it out. I mean, plus Alaric's coming this weekend, so he'll really figure it out. Yeah, it, because it's the last chance to stop Ethan and it made me wonder, as a reader, why has Alaric waited so long to come up to campus? He jizzes over all of this supernatural shit. Yeah, why wouldn't he move, why honestly? Wouldn't he, why wouldn't he come sooner? Like, what was he waiting for? What is he studying? Wasn't he literally studying Guardians too? I yeah. like that Alaric's whole thing is being in another part of the world, and he's studying exactly the thing they need help oh, with absolutely. at the time. Yeah, and, but he's never there with them to help. Yeah, um, it's like it's like you being like I live down the hall and you are trying to figure out how to install Disney's Toontown for a week and I'm just right down the hall and it's like just come ask yeah, me and I'm writing you like a letter about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically like the the correspondence. Yeah. Um and Meredith uh meanwhile waiting for a lark prepping weapons for the gang and Vervain that's making a big comeback because there are so many vampires. She has a trunk full of Vervain, which, which is like, a lot. How is she going to keep that in a dorm room? How is she going to keep that in dorm room? Also, her room is, like, prim and proper. By, mm, I'm going to say they're mid-semester. I had accumulated at least a little bit of shit. I did not have yeah. space for a trunk full think, of random stuff. I don't think they're mid-semester. I think they're in, like, the first month or two. Still? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it, moves, it moves fast. It always feels like so much happens that it should be later in yeah, the year. But no, they just got have busy weeks. Um, I hope they have time to study for finals. I love that as opposed to, like, other books we've read. It's like, this, all of these events will take place in two weeks, where it's, like, with the click books, it's like, okay, we had a Valentine's Day dance, and now we're having the spring dance. And oh, then they just, but, like, fast forward. No, but yeah, but the, the the click also was something that it was just, like, it, it felt like so rapid succession, and my problem with the QuickBooks and my problem with these books now is nobody has had a single birthday. We don't know. They're astrology signs. Where, where, when are they born? I think I looked up and it said Stefan was a Scorpio. Prove it. <laughs> I guess we could when was his birthday? Prove it. Caroline says in the show he's a Gemini. Google says he's a Scorpio, but how are we going to know? The readers. I need some, no, gotta give me a birthday party. There is six main characters that I need birthdays for. Do you think we're ever going to read a young adult? novel where we know when their birthday is yeah we were private oh remember we learned a few birthdays there because reed had a pri- uh, birthday noelle had a birthday cheyenne had a birthday we got to learn some birthdays there okay you are right i'm right because i remember everything i remember nothing <laughs> and that's why we're a perfect, perfect team you got a himbo and a smart one and that's how it goes and the the trick is i'm the himbo they keep them guessing keep them guessing keep them never, never let them know your next move um Lots of teamwork's going on in this book, y'all. Uh, Bonnie is like, oh, all this vervain? What if we smoke out the tunnels? And everyone's like, done. No other ideas suggested. Everyone's on board. Which is wild because it would take me so long to come up with an idea of smoking out a tunnel. I know. I do not know how Bonnie figured it out so fast. But that's the thing. And because they- the tunnels lead back to the Vitel safe house. And I think there's a lot of vampires there. It yeah. said that Ethan was like very heavily defended. Yeah. And Xander's like, don't worry. All my wolf boys, they're going to help too. So everyone's- Ten br- of them. Everyone's bringing something to the table. Baker's dozen. This almost. is literally a potluck potluck of strategy it is a potluck um and stefan's like gotta make elena happy i'm gonna go talk to damon right now yeah because meredith is really trying to figure out like okay we need all hands on deck where is damon he should be here damon's hands everybody are not not on on the deck. deck not on the deck at all uh he tries to reason with damon and damon's like i'm good like literally yeah, he, Damon's trying to forcibly not let him in, and he's being very cold and elusive when Stefan shows up, and It's Stephen's like, oh my like, god, guys, just kiss already. I know, seriously. Fuck brothers. Brother boyfriend. Brother lovers. Um, that's, a, that's pretty much Ian Somerhalder and Paul Wesley's yeah, relationship they already. they have a whiskey. Are we going to buy the whiskey for the final episode of Vampire Diaries? Oh, we should. I hate whiskey, but I will drink whiskey for this podcast. I think we should. Especially if it's from them. Stefan tries to, like, give Damon peace of mind by being like, hey, I know you do care. You know, you didn't kill that girl in the woods, and we'd really love your help if you're up to it. Yeah, and Damon just broods um, with his little rain cloud, and I feel like he hisses, but he doesn't actually, but that's the vibe we get. Damon's like, listen, brother boyfriend, great offer, but I've decided I'm actually done helping you. Yeah. You can handle class on your own. Uh, yeah, and so... And he also exchange. says he doesn't care about Elena. Stefan tries to use Elena as, like, That's a selling so point. And, da- and Damon I mean, slams the door. honestly, Elena's fucked with Damon's mind too many times. I'd be done with her, too. I know. Like, like the couple formed because you didn't... Okay, it's just... It's, it's nuts. This couple is back together because she didn't want to be with your brother. How have neither of them realized that's a toxic... You're in a toxic relationship. Yeah, honestly, you both would be better off if you dumped Elena. Especially because she's about to become a guardian. 
and she's going to James's, uh, Professor James's house to talk to him about becoming a guardian. Yeah, is she cheating on you with Professor James yeah, now, too? Yeah, I mean, probably. Elena needs so many boyfriends and also has... I feel like Elena is the type of girl who needs every guy's attention at the expense of women. Oof. Like, yeah, she has female friends, but I also feel like she probably has a lot of internalized misogyny. Yeah, that's not okay. Yeah. Um, but don't worry, everybody. Wrapping this up lovely, lovingly in a bow, Professor James has just done research about human guardians. Where, how, we don't know. But he has an answer. Um, and it's just like, okay, of course he's done all of this. Yeah, um, he's yeah. got some news on this Earth Guardian stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, she's going to have powers. She's going to have Guardians. The Guardians, they recruit about, about three families to raise three Earth Guardians. Of course. And they're usually located at places with big lee lines, which of happens course. to be where Elena lives. Makes sense. And don't worry, he found one. Because of course he did. And his name is Andres. And he's going to come to Dalcrest. Because of course he is. This guardian, you're telling me he doesn't have anything he's better to do. all the way from Costa Rica to Virginia. Yeah. For what? To, to, to tell her that it's not so scary becoming a guardian? Doesn't he have to guard? Does the phone not work? Can you not call him? <laughs> yeah, that you guys have phones. Text him. Pen pal. Email. He's like on FaceTime trying to like explain to her how the powers work. And he's like... Uh, okay, can you, can you tilt the phone down to your yeah. hands? I just want to see how they're laying on the earth That's and if you're calling so upon funny. the power of nature correctly. <laughs> um, but let's cut to, um, uh, Stefan, Elena, and some wolves watching over our safe house of the Vital because they just found it. Yeah, we're getting, we're heading right into the action. You know, conveniently, they've just, they, they really get handed a lot of things, which is like, thank God, because they've got, they've got a big mess on their hands. A lot of action happens there, this book, they're waiting for Meredith and crew to flood the Vital vampires into their little trap. Yeah. So which, they fill the tunnels. How did they make the gas? Do you know how to make gas out of an herb? Do you, like, burn it? Or would that not... <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. Would that not smell? I'm how, not sure. How, like, what, where Where do these poor college students get off to make a gas out of vervain? I don't know. Yeah. Can't they... But I they did, everybody, in a couple of pages. Easy. They fill the tunnels with the vervain gas, and they're waiting, and when they burst up into the house, the vampires aren't there, so they must have started to just go set up the ritual for midnight... Which is happening, so this is happening on the same day they're calling Klaus. Yeah, and also, okay, another big question from Laura over here. Wouldn't you want to, like, check and make sure people were in the house before blasting all these tunnels with Vervain? Couldn't you, if Stefan and everyone is outside, invest in binoculars? Or, no, Stefan can, like, sense when people are around, right? I guess so. Yeah. Is he not strong enough? You're like, I I imagined it. They're on a little hill, and yeah. then there's a house. I feel like you could maybe see. I don't know. Something isn't quite adding up here, and I just needed to point it out. That's fair. Uh, but lots of things don't make quite sense in this book, but we're gonna ride it. We're gonna ride this. Everyone heads inside. They're like, I'm pissed off no one's in this house. But there is someone in this house. There's a girl there. <gasps> and they find it's Chloe. Chloe. I was yeah. trying to do it unison, and I didn't do it right. That's but okay. That's okay. It's Chloe. <laughs> it's Chloe. She says she didn't want to go with the vampires, and she doesn't want to kill or live this kind of life. And they agree to help her. Yeah, Xander realizes she is telling the truth, so Chloe is joining the ranks. Uh, and they're like, okay, we can't help you just yet because we have to go find out where Klaus is. So they hurry into the woods. Yeah, I do like the idea of taking this new vampire around a place where a lot of bloodshed is going to happen. Yeah. 
Um, and the fight begins. So we're page 65 and this fight that I really thought was going to happen at the end of this book is happening in the first 60 something pages. Yeah, I think there might be a lot of fights scattered throughout the book, which yeah. is pretty well, interesting. Well, this is like the last book for this ghostwriter. We get a different one for the final three. So oh. I feel like this ghostwriter is like, gotta wrap things up from the storylines I created. At least that's what that would be my assumption. That's fair. So we get one of the, the kind of the summoning uh thing of what I would say wraps up the plot of the last book. A bonfire ritual is taking place mm-hmm. in the woods with low chanting. Not good besties. We hate chanting oh, and big groups of people. It's spooky and as we know in this book series, works. I've been into enough high school football games. I don't trust large groups of people chanting. Never. And the werewolf Stefan and Meredith are, they're going at Ethan's vampires. They form a circle around them. So um, they're trying to disrupt this ritual. My favorite thing about this is Elena standing on the sidelines going, oh, I wish my powers would kick in. (laughs) Because that's literally a thought she has. She'd be like, I'd be so nice if my powers would kick in so I could help. But she's just, she's just watching. She is truly so useless. I do like later on, they also have a fight scene and they put Elena like in the back of the group. Yeah, they're like, you stay. But Stefan gets to Ethan too late. Yeah. Klaus is fucking resurrected, y'all. And, and this is where I have to say, because Maggie and I's top five last book was predictions that we wanted for the, the next book to happen. Number three was to kill Ethan immediately. And that is exactly what happens. We predicted it, Maggie. Yeah, Ethan. Oh, poor Ethan. So in the middle of this fire is a golden figure, and it's Klaus. And Ethan, <laughs> Ethan's so pathetic. Ethan tries bowing to him, but instead of just dealing with whatever that is, Klaus just rips his head from his body. Yeah, he, like, basically grabs to both sides of his jaw and just snaps it open. Like a little yeah. snapping turtle, but reverse. I thought it, I kind of thought of it, like, I get that this scene was supposed to be really spooky, but I, I saw it as, like, rips the head off, drinks some blood, and it's like, hmm, that was nice. And then he, like, looks around the crowd, and he sees Elena, and he's like, oh my god, I've been meaning to talk to you. Yeah, that, honestly, that is a white red, and that is hilarious. What is up, buddy? Yeah, and he, like, and he calls to Elena, throws Stefan out of the way as he's, in my mind, gliding over to her. Yeah. Um, and he's like, ah, oh, Elena, gonna tell you, girl, I am absolutely going to murder you in a gory bloodbath. But not tonight, because that's not fun. I kind of like to imagine Klaus is, like, a very tall, skinny twink who's, like, Slaymaster General. Weird. I, like, kind of think of him as, like, the look and appearance of Mugatu from Zoolander. Oh, fun. Yeah. That is fun, because that makes him, like, a more lovable villain, being like, yeah. what, should I kill you now? Should I kill yeah. you later? I just don't know. Exactly. I haven't decided I, yet. I don't know why. I've thought it for a while, and now I just had to come clean and tell you. Yeah, so everyone steps in to try to keep Klaus from Elena. He easily throws him aside. He has him suspended. And when he goes to kill Elena, Matt's like, no. And Klaus is like, hmm, you know, you're right. Okay, yeah. I'll do it later. Yeah, and but he does kiss her. Gay. Which does kind of fall in Maggie and I's other number one prediction from last episode where we said that Klaus would take Elena's virginity. And I'm counting this kiss as that. Exactly. Um, Elena thinks it's gross because Klaus has, like, blood on his lips and stuff. But who, that's that's just middle school, you know? I was also afraid of kissing boys I liked in middle school. Uh, and this, we also find out here that Damon is watching, uh, and he's, he's not helping. He doesn't care. He's just watching. I know. Many times he's like, should I go down to help them? And he almost does, but he's like, they're nah. fine without me. No one needs me. 
uh, our little sad boy Damon, which begs us to say this yet again, go to therapy. You're too old to not have gone to therapy. I know. Or just be consistent. Hey, if you don't want anything to do with people, then 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 go to a different part of the country yeah. like you said you were going to. Exactly. Um, but battle battle's over because Klaus has dismissed himself. Um, and it didn't really end in a fight. It just ended in an ominous message of like, kill you later, bitch. Um, yeah, he's like, he's like, peace out. I got stuff I need to do while I'm here, and yeah. I will come back to this. All right, bye, besties. Um, but Matt and Stefan are taking Chloe to an old boathouse. Very luxurious. Because, of course, there's one of those near campus. Um, convenient, right? Because Stefan, dad mode, he's like, she cannot live near humans. She has to fight her urges. Um, and Stefan uh, is worried Matt will get hurt by her. Uh, and he literally corners her and says, Chloe, if you fuck this up, I have no problem killing you. You are get this is your only chance. You get one. Yeah, he kind of drills her asking her questions to, like, suss her out. Yeah. Um, and is like, you're, you're staying in the boathouse, and <laughs> Matt, insane, says he'll stay back with her, which, like, are we sure she's a new vampire? I don't know, but he's horny, so I can see it. <laughs> he's horny. Can vampires even come? I mean, not him. I mean, her. I guess it depends on how I well guess the it job depends. Matt I mean, their hearts do beat, like, slowly. You know what's a crazy so thing? So they have blood pumping. I learned this week, when men get vasectomies, the semen goes into their bloodstream. How? Well, that's so weird. I don't know. I don't know. Does it just swim around? I, maybe, Does maybe the disperse? blood eats it. Yeah. But anyways, that doesn't really help the vampire coming situation. I just really wanted you to know that. Thank you. I really, I didn't know. That was a really <laughs> great lesson. I didn't know Thank either. you. Speaking um, of coming, Bonnie's taking care of Sander. <laughs> okay, honestly, though, you know they have great sex. Yes. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. And she's worried about uh, Daddy Xander's wounds. Yeah. Because uh, he got pretty hurt in this fight. Um, but. He's bruised up and down. But we have a new character alert. Uh, because there's a, a new girl to, to pay attention to, and her name is Shay, and she is Xander's friend from home. Bonnie does put two and two together that, like, oh, Shay's also a werewolf. Got it, got it, got it. She was also sent by the High Wolf Council. Love that name that they come up with it. Yep, and they are, uh, boys, this council, they are not happy about the vampires, so they sent Shay to kind of help. And it kind of seems like maybe she had a thing with Xander. I mean, she's icy to Bondi, Bonnie. 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 And Xander is like, let's talk later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Xander does come clean to Bonnie and say, you know, like, we dated, but really only because the High Wolf Council, like, wanted us uh, to be together. But, to like, get you, married. Yeah, but you have nothing to worry about. They're not going to, like, force me into anything. It didn't work out, so, like, I called it off. Um, yeah. But we get the illusion that, like, Shay's, like, not over it. No, no. And Bonnie's pretty sus about it. I mean, I would be too. I would be too. Okay, if, like, okay, get this. You and your friends and your partner, you're all fighting some some vampires. And, like, a yeah. really bad one just came to town. And suddenly your partner's ex just walks in, one that you've never heard about. Mm. But they have a big, long history. Yeah. Wouldn't that be weird? I would be insecure. I mean, especially if you were almost going to get married, I'd be like, like oh, I'm, that's a lot. That is a lot. But yeah. our favorite couple, Stefan and Elena, are having a moment where he's with drinking. With sarcasm. That was a statement with sarcasm. Exactly. Um, they have a moment where he is drinking her blood, nothing new. And on the news, 
There's finally word that Ethan's head slash body was found in the woods, and people are are leaving campus. <gasps> I forgot about that. Also, during this uh, blood-sucking montage that they have, uh, Stefan gets mad at Elena for being worried about Chloe, which I was like, that's kind of gross, Stefan. Oh, he did? Yeah, like, he's, like, upset with her. He's like, there's bigger things to worry about. And it's like, okay, Stefan, selfish. Um, yeah. But whatever. But yeah, lots of classes are being canceled too. A lot of students are leaving, which also begs me to wonder why has no one just said nobody come to school anymore? <laughs> why wouldn't they break for the semester? They. I feel like if there were this many murders going on, that's exactly what would happen. Yeah, and Meredith takes this news to heart. She's like, we should be out patrolling at night since mm-hmm. new vampires are killing mercilessly. We should all split up into groups. And Elena here is worried. What if Damon starts to kill people again? Um, Because, of course, he is consuming her every waking thought. Um, But new thought that exceeds the one about Damon because it's about her. James calls saying, hey, Elena, Andreas is here. Yep, so they can talk tomorrow. That'll be fun. That'll be a great time. And I don't understand. Elena does go on to patrol. But it's like, what is she going to do other than, like, point at something? I don't know. And, you know, the two the two groups who are patrolling, they run into each other, and it seems like, like everything is very oddly quiet on campus. Yeah. And Elena starts apologizing about how she's like, this is all my fault. Everyone has to reassure Elena again. Yeah, Elena, very good making this nightly patrol thing about her. Meredith's like, yeah, Elena, it'd be cool if you got your powers right now. And Elena's like, I know. I do love that Meredith just, like, lays it down. She's like, if you want to be stronger, learn your guardian powers. Yeah. And Elena's like, oh, I know, you're right. So she goes to James, Professor James' house, to meet Andres so she could learn her guardian powers. And Andres is 20, and we learned that he was taken away at 12 like he was supposed to. Mm -hmm. Um, they hit it off. Yeah, they hit it off. He's he's in the backyard. James lets the two of them be. I will say Elena does acknowledge that there's like an unyielding connection between them, which makes me think he could be a potential love interest. I know. I think it was supposed to be like their siblings, but with Elena who wants yeah. everyone to love her. You can never tell. Yeah. So we get we get a lot of Andres's backstory. Yes, he had a guide teach him all he knew, and more importantly, the principal guardian. <laughs> Of the all the guardians Classic. says they have tasks and they will develop powers for those tasks and the powers aren't released um, from compulsion until it's completed. They're not released from compulsion until it's completed. Are they like compelled to finish these tasks? But I don't know. But he says you might not be able to access your powers without a task, but I can try to help. Yeah, and so he decides to take this moment to, like, put his hands to the earth and show that, like, his his little earth earth powers happen. Like, he has nature powers. It's really cool. No two guardians have the same powers. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, they're supposed to be, like, you're, you get your powers based off, like, what what the world needs. Yeah. Um, more explaining of the first task, yada, yada, yada. He tries to, like, lure powers out of her, and she ends up conjuring... The ability to see uh, somebody's aura and, like, the color of it, whether it's good or it's evil. Yeah. Which, like, okay, kind of useful, but not, like, the most helpful thing. I know. I do love, too, for her to tap into her powers. He at first is like, try relaxing, but nothing comes of it. And he's like, 
mm, I don't think relaxing and visualizing is your thing. It was really funny. I fucking loved that. Yeah. Read her ass. Um, and thank God, everybody, the moment we've all been waiting for, this is sarcasm again, a lark's back on campus. Mm-hmm. Meredith is showing her ancient boyfriend um, the campus. Yeah. Um, she admits that she's nervous. Klaus is back since her brother was his test subject before. And so was she. Like, what does this mean for her? Yeah. She's like, Klaus really, like, fucked up my family in the in the old timeline. Is he going to fuck it up again? And the lark is like, babe, I hear you. And I found this old tree. And we have to go plant it uh, to stop everybody. Yes. And it's got to grow in a full moon. There is a lot of contingencies to yeah, this tree. Yeah. Which, like, for me, this sounded like they're going to go find this white ash tree. Yes. And, like, dig up a huge tree and then, like, transport it to Dalcrest. I did think they were going to chop it down. But, like, you can't plant a tree that you chop down. Yeah. So, like, that's that, that, that's not going to work. But we'll get to that later because Matt and Chloe, they're hunting. They're hunting. She's hunting little buddies. She is doing a good job suppressing her cravings. And she also kisses Matt. Ooh, sexy. Wowie. Which, like, kind of probably not the best time to kiss because she's just been, like, gnashing on, like, rabbits. I would not want to my partner to have blood in her mouth, but go off. Go off. Whatever toots your flute, Matt. Whatever uh, toots your flute. Um, Bonnie, she's asleep right now. And she has a vision uh, that like of Klaus, Klaus going on about how he doesn't like to be alone. And he's calling for an old friend. And that he's building an army. And she is not happy about that. Dude, not liking to be alone and having to have friends to go out with. That's a pretty gay thing. I would say, yeah, no, just gay. It's not. It's it's just a gay thing for sure. Yeah. Um, Elena and Stefan, they're out patrolling, and Elena's like testing her new aura powers. She, look at look what I can do, Stefan. She's like, Stefan, look, yours is blue, and I can like sense when there's a bad aura. And she does sense some like evil. Uh, and they're able to like find another vampire that Stefan kills pretty easily. So like that's cute. Yeah, they realize the vampires are compelling people out of their dorm rooms, which is not good. Yeah, no, not good at all. Um, but now Bonnie, Meredith, and Xander are all patrolling, and Shay shows up. She wasn't invited. Nope. Um, and then uh, Xander and Shay do a very fun thing where they just, like, have a trip down memory lane that Bonnie just gets to listen to. Yeah, and their trip down memory is lane is like, <laughs> wow, remember when we went on this trip to the woods and we could smell all the smells yeah. only we can smell? Question, would you rather have your partner... Uh, shit about their last ex or just tell you memories that they had with them oh a shit about you them. have to you can't like you can't trip down memory lane with your ex with your new partner it doesn't work absolutely not no i think i would be fine if my partner had a touch and go basis with their ex yeah. where they were like i text them once every like four months i'd be like that's fine i don't know i feel like four months would be weird i guess if they were on like really good terms yeah, but not like a not like an active friends thing. Yeah. Because I think if you text every now and then a few months, I'm like... Yeah, mm-hmm. or things that you were doing just like reminded you of that time that me and this last person did something. Yeah. That would suck. No, I shut off my brain to all ex-memories. <laughs> Honestly, same. You have to. It, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So that's... Bonnie's having a really great time with that. Bonnie's feeling very left out. Yeah. Uh, but her and Xander are gonna watch movies anyways, so they go and do that. Meanwhile, Elena, who's restless, she gets home and is like, I need to go back outside alone in the dark because I have powers. Yeah, she senses (laughs) something, and it's Damon. 
and she sees his aura and it's like gray and Damon's moody and Elena does what she does best and she just begs Damon to be a nice guy again. Yeah, she's like, your aura, it's so dark, but there's so much light. Please, I know that you have it in you. And he's like, okay, and you made your choice. Let yeah, me be sulky. leave me alone. Which is like, fair, leave him alone. She's trying really hard to reiterate, you know, but me and Stefan, we like, yeah. love you. And and that's clearly not what he wants to no, hear. No, no, no. No, no, no. He doesn't want to hear about the brother-boyfriend. No. Oh, I know. And so she does what Elena does best. And she's going to write in her diary. Yes. Um, and she's saying that Meredith and Bonnie are going to go find the tree and how it's talking a lot about how Stefan's really sexy and taking charge of this whole movement to stop Klaus. <laughs> um, and he's really working with everyone. And that's really hot of him. Yeah. Stefan comes bursting through the door with mud on his face like, oh, I was just new boot goofing with and, the new werewolves. And she goes, oh, don't worry. I was just worried about Damon. And Stefan goes... Holy shit, Elena. It's always Damon coming between us. He isn't even hanging out with us right now. And you're still worked up about him. And she's like, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I know. And, and, but they kiss. They kiss. They get over it. And. Uh, I think that was just them, uh, their foreplay. I know. Seriously. Like, come on. You gotta, you gotta pick one. But anyways, one. Damon as a crow sees them kissing is like. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm I'm running away. That's yeah. that's what I'm doing. He's like, nah, nah, it's time for me to get the fuck out of here. Um, but Damon does something really bad. <laughs> he does something it, pretty bad. He does something really bad, you guys. He in his little his little stomp stomp temper tantrum, he swoops down on a crow, snags up a jogger, and just murders her. Yeah, he drains her of blood, which made me pretty sad, to be honest. Yeah, um, and then he goes and hides the body and, like, apologizes to it, which is like, Damon. Damon, it Damon, doesn't that matter. that doesn't make it okay. It doesn't matter now. Um, meanwhile, Alaric, Bonnie, and Meredith on are on their crazy American Pie adventure. Their hike. They're looking for hike the... Hike for the white ash tree. The white ash tree on the bank of a stream. Ooh, sexy. Scaling some mountain. Date night. Double date night. Double date night. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure this is exactly how Bonnie wants it to go, too. Yeah, honestly, us and our partners don't go on hikes enough for white ash trees. We don't. There should be more mountains in the Midwest. True. We should we should take that up with Alina and her dudes. guardian powers. Oh! We should do that. That's a side note for you listeners. Um, we're going go to go That's a note for us outside of the podcast, but we want to tell you that we're planning on That's it. a note for Nick to find in about two months when he catches up on this he's, he's, series. He's all caught up, so I guess if he keeps it up, like he'll know. Okay, so next week, or wait, is it this week? This week, Nick is going to be officially invited through a podcast to go to, go to Indiana to Dunes. Dunes. I love it. Bonnie's feet are hurting, but they gotta make some steaks gotta out of this tree. make some steaks out of this tree. And while Meredith and Bonnie mull over, why isn't Damon involved anymore? They they come across the tree and it's on fire. No. And it's like, this happens very quickly. And I really thought this whole tree hunt was going to be a whole lot longer. It takes about five pages. Um, and there's two figures kind of like walking away from it. And listeners... Get this. It's Caroline and Tyler Smallwood. Bum, bum, Slinking bum. away. And Caroline's like, oh, we were just camping. This was an accident. And they're like, no, Klaus compelled you to burn down this tree, you idiot. And she's like, I literally don't care. Like, I'm sorry about the tree or whatever, but, like, I have no idea why it's important. Yeah. They were like, listen, we wanted nothing to do with the guy. We were compelled. And Xander's like, they're telling the truth. But something is off, and they do a complete 180, like, we genuinely didn't know, I'm sorry, and 
Also, we do remember there were two timelines all that time with the monsters. Yeah. Was that true? That was true. And we also, we ran away to have our twins. Don't remind me of the werewolf court scene. If I was Caroline, I'd be like, I want to forget that that happened. Yeah. Yeah, the, in this timeline, they also had babies. Yeah, and I guess it's never confirmed whether Tyler is still a werewolf or not. I guess it's alluded that he is not, but their twins are Brianna and Luke. She says, okay, well, we cannot skip past this part. Caroline says something absolutely insane, which is that she has to cut her nails short because the boys like to suck on her fingers. Which, oh, she does say that. I wanted to black that out for my memory. No, no, we gotta <laughs> let the viewers know. Is it like a werewolf thing? Are they werewolves? I have no idea. Maybe they're like little little dogs. But this like... might be good news. Not the not the fingernail part, but the fact that Tyler's there because they're like, okay, well, if Bonnie's vision is that Klaus had a friend and it's Tyler, yeah, he's not a threat. No, but mm, it might it might be something different. We don't know yet. Um, meanwhile, uh, Bonnie has a vision and just starts screaming bloody murder. Yeah, she has another vision. They have to pull off to the side of the road. And she says that Klaus sent her a dream that he's prepping an army and held her hand, God forbid, and said that he's coming for her. Which brings us to our next prediction that we made at the last episode, which was the fourth one of building a traveling circus. And I would argue his army is basically the same thing. Oh, you know, we did a lot of like pretty like spot on predictions. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're on their way back home, and Stefan and Elena and a gang of werewolves, they're fighting vampires in the library. There's a lot of fighting in this book. Yeah, and they got the last of Ethan's vampires, so they're like, okay, well, thank God that didn't take that long. Yeah. Um, And Elena's like, guys, what if we, like, flirt with Klaus instead of just, like, going after him? Because he plays, like, a a taunting game, and we need to taunt him back. Yeah, because that makes sense. If you surprise a very powerful person who could overpower all of you and is going to have a lot more people on his side. Yeah. that That's the way to do it. Yeah. And Elena's like, but wait, you guys, I'm sensing an aura again. So they all go and find Damon. Um, and uh, they want to stop Damon from being bad and help him. But they're like, no, we have to leave him. He's different now. Dude, good on Meredith for immediately trying to attack him, being just like, this is not the Damon we know. Yeah. Um, good. I mean, that's her job. She's got to yeah. protect the innocent. And, and Elena is like really upset that nobody wants to help Damon the way she wants to help Damon. And yeah. then she's really sad that her friends think it's really suspicious that she wants to help Damon. Also... Meredith is mad because not only this, but Elena says that her and Stefan knew about this for a few days, which is so, so bad. Yeah. Um, Elena and Stefan are like, we're, we take responsibility for him. We're going to fix him. And Meredith, good girl that she is, says, fine. But if he kills again, Bye. he will be dead the next day. Bye. Um, but Andres, we can't forget about Andres. Um, him and Stefan meet, and this is when Andres realizes, like, oh, this guy's a vampire. Cool, you're dating a vampire. Awesome. I didn't know that. That's weird. Yeah. Um, and it's good that he showed up, too, to help, because it's a full moon. They're gonna, they're gonna do the surprise attack this time. Yeah. Werewolves are hooting and hollering, you know, um, and this is, this is the time when, as they are pulling up to the surprise, Elena has to be in the back of the pack. Yeah. Because Elena's so fucking useless. And exactly. I love that. But she does use her powers to, like, sense where they are, so she's not, like, the most useless, but she's probably the most useless in that group, TBH. Um, but they find huge group of vampires, and they're, like, they're very much outnumbered. I think they said 20. 
Yeah, very yeah. much outnumbered. And we got some surprise guests in this group. And this is where we're going to end the episode. Because this is where the chapter ends. We're not going to say who the surprise guests are? We are, but that's where we're going to end it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, surprise guests, not only is Catherine in tow with them. Catherine, everybody. But Meredith's brother, Christian, yeah. is also there. Dang. Isn't, that's pretty, pretty insane. Because, like, how? How? I don't know. How? Uh, we don't know, but we're going to find out. Uh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. This book's insane in the best way. Yeah. Um, which is going to bring us... Should we do our cancel character or should we do a top five first? Um, um, that is a great question. My ums were so loud just there, and That's I'm sorry okay. for that. Um, let's, let's do... Should we switch it up? We could do canceled character first. Let's do our canceled character. Maggie, my vote for canceled character this week. Pretty obvious one. I'm gonna pick Klaus. Okay, okay. I and my canceled character is a huge reach that I thought would be fun, but I'm gonna say Stefan for not immediately kissing his ex girlfriend Catherine right in front of his new girlfriend Elena, who looks exactly like her. That's a reach, Maggie. <laughs> I think it might add drama. It might add spice. So I'm canceling him solely because I w- I would love to see a random plot that doesn't. Obviously, I'm gonna concede to Klaus. But I just thought it would be very funny. That would be funny. funny. Honestly, I anticipate Stefan being a canceled character by the end of this book. That would be my canceled character prediction. We could definitely do, like, a canceled character for the series. Oh, we are going to do that in our wrap-up episode. Yeah. Uh, You know, I should have gone with Damon since he actually did kill a girl. That would have made more sense. I do like Stefan. Yeah, but Klaus, he's doing bad shit. We're going to cancel him. We are. Uh, Which brings us to our top five wrapping up this episode. Our top five guardian powers that we would either like to have or like to see. Yeah, top five guardian power is one that I already have, but I would like to build upon and be stronger about. Uh, Number five is going to be publicly begging for people to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Now, would it be a begging or would it be like a compelling them to do so? Oh, fuck. If I could compel people, I am already so neurotic about doing it in the club. Yeah. we We would have sponsors. We'd have so much shit at this point. Now, uh, number four, this one's a bit of a reach, but we think a great guardian power would be the ability to turn into furniture, because think think about this, fly on the wall, but you're a piece of furniture in the room. So people walk in and they're like, hey, where did you get this love scene? And they're like, oh, I guess I can't remember. And then you learn all the information. You could probably get pretty famous on TikTok, too, doing that. Yeah. You know, Home Depot, pull some pranks. Yeah. Why not? Um, do you think it'd be painful to turn into furniture? Oh, yeah, because if you're wood, you're oh, stiff. But what if it was your power? Like, would it be painful? Well, maybe not as much. I guess you won't know. Um, Number three, Laura proposed this one. Yeah. We were thinking, what if you could do everything underwater? There's so many things you can do underwater. You can swim. You can breathe. You can communicate with the animals. You can raise a family. You can build a community. There's just so much. Yeah, you could probably fight some bad guys. I don't know. I'm sure there's something down there. Um, and Number two pretty cool one if you could travel between the dimensions that sounds like something a guardian would be able to do yeah that would be pretty cool because we do know there are other worlds out there yeah there are there has to be and number one this one is just a very practical one that would be great yeah and guardians are supposed to be able to help uh reverse global warming and climate change Dang. have we thought about that have we thought about what how if a, if a guardian's really guarding us they should be able to help the planet yeah I think that that, with that power, I would also want to wrap up having the same powers as the girl from Sky High. Yeah. Well, it sounds like Andreas has, like, her powers. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because it would be kind of cool to, like, control vines. Yeah, and that's, like, what he basically did. If we had her around, she would be the balancer of the universe. Yeah. 
Yeah. It sounds like Andreas might be our hero in sheep's clothing. If he gets killed, because you know the next part, there's gonna be. So oh, many they're gonna kill. Killed. They're gonna kill him. I hope they don't kill Xander. I hope they kill. They're gonna kill Chloe. Yeah. Right. I feel like that. Yeah, but it's like, uh, I hope they kill Shay. I hope they don't kill Xander. I am very nervous. I, about I'm that. going. I'm. I'm going. To, we're gonna have to set aside five minutes of silence. If they kill Xander, we're not yeah. gonna do that. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Um. Okay. That's the end of the episode. That is the end of the episode. Um, if you're wondering what we're up to, where we're at. Uh, I'm always wondering that. That's really sweet. You can find us on Instagram at Maggie underscore and underscore Laura. We're also on TikTok and Twitter at Yahweh Reddit. And you can also email us, Maggie and Laura present at gmail.com. We've gotten some really dope emails. Keep sending them. We love them. I forgot to respond to one and I feel really bad about it, but I usually respond. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I am horribly scatterbrained and yeah. don't. Um, and we're also part of the Audio Mint Podcast Network. If you're looking for other fun and cool podcasts, we highly recommend checking them out. Um, I think that's everything we had to say. Uh, we'll be back next week with The Vampire Diaries Book 10, The Hunters, Volume 3, Destiny's Rising. I don't know why. It's so many words. It's so funny. It is a lot. And by then, we'll hopefully figure out who Destiny is and why she's rising. Hey, it's, uh, she's rising before her child, you know? Klaus's new hobby is just leavened bread. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's a great note to end this podcast on. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. You were just listening to an Audiment podcast.